want to welcome everyone to the IT podcast. I have been wanting to get this group together for months now. I've been so excited to do a podcast episode with the three of you. I think it stemmed from a meeting that we were in where we were looking at some kind of communication or document and the level at which this group can edit, revise, and proofread a document had me laughing so hard down to every comma and semicolon. (laughs) I just love working with you three and how thorough you are on just all things communications. And each of you is a great subject matter expert in communications, but also in information technology. And each of you just has an eye for for things within communication. So I've been so excited to pull this group together. And now everyone's like, well, who the heck's on the call? So <laughs> let me <laughs> let me let you guys introduce yourselves. Hi, everyone. I am Carrie Bayat. I am a senior IT analyst. I report to Janice Clark, and I am on the clinical informatics physician support team. Good morning, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. I'm Carrie Wolf. I'm a senior IT specialist and I support the Epic ASAP emergency department application. I support all of our EDs. I work on Amy Finney's team. Um, I've been here about a year and a half now and ditto Taylor. I think this group is so much fun, but I have to admit it, it does border a little on, on the line of a sickness for me with my OCD and my uh, <laughs> grammatical <laughs> corrections. <laughs> hey, we're all a little borderline OCD over here. <laughs> Hey, good morning. I'm Christina Malik. I'm a technical IT project coordinator on the eCare project management team. I lead our semi-annual EPIC upgrades and annual EPIC disaster recovery exercises, as well as uh, coordinating other small projects that are mostly EPIC related. One of the things that I know we all have bonded over is communications memes. <laughs> and although we can't really visually share any with you guys today, I think we have had more fun laughing at some of these communication memes over the past couple of months. I know that some people may have seen some of the memes that relate to one of my pet peeves, and that really is not relying solely on spell checks. Spell checks never enough, right? And one of the memes that you know, you see a lot is is um, a picture of a lemon and it says something like when life hands you melons. Spell check's not going to pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's a great one. That's my biggest pet peeve is take, your, take the time to edit your work because you want your readers to focus on the content and not your spelling and grammar. And I would say mine is more verbal than written, but not getting to the point quick enough and giving too much detail. Mm. Using a hundred words when one sentence would suffice. I think people tend to lose interest and sway away from the original topic. Good one. That is a good one. And then also just inconsistencies. Like there's certain parts of communication that is a choice in how you write, like where you put your commas and things like that. And so it's like, if you're capitalizing this, also capitalize that. Or if you're using three commas in a series, use them (laughs) throughout. (laughs) Like... This is where I get crazy, right? <laughs> no comma splicing. <laughs> yeah. And then it distracts your readers and the point is not absorbed. So yeah, I'm with you. The communications program in IT is a newer program. 
we've obviously always had IT communications, but actually having a formal program around IT communications is really something that was just started about a little over a year and a half ago. Kind of came from a need of needing to be more effective with our communications in IT. If you think about so much of what we do in IT impacts our entire organization and impacts people all the way down to the front lines. And so in order for us to be strategic partners within Sentara, we have to be able to communicate what we're doing, the changes that we're making. And so I know that, you know, with a communications program, that's what we strive to do every day is to communicate better, to communicate more effectively. And that's kind of where some of the things like this IT podcast platform was born, um, was to create new and fun ways to be able to communicate both with our IT teams and also with the entire organization to really get across what's happening in IT. And then also, you know, I know you guys on on the call today were a part of the No Share Do initiative about a year ago to change our IT communications over to a, a different format, a, a different look and feel to really hopefully be easier for our business partners and our organization to understand what's happening in IT and the hope for, you know, translating some of our technical language and getting that across better. And that's kind of where the communication coaches committee was created. You know, we realized we need some boots on the ground throughout our division. Our division is so large, right? We have, you know, over a thousand IT team members, and we needed more hands on deck to help people communicate effectively. And so that's where the communication coaches committee was born. And each of you guys are a part of that committee. Each of you guys are communication coaches for the IT division. Kind of love to hear from you guys. If you could tell our listeners a little bit more about that communication coach role and kind of what we do as a communication coaches to improve communications in IT. So as a communication coach for my department, uh, we, or just a communication coach in general, we are available for peer reviewing any type of communication that's being sent out just to help with any, the language and grammar and getting to the point and uh, keeping it succinct and, and clear and then also just making sure that once a no share due has been sent out that the team members are using the appropriate template so that the formatting is right and the subject line and the BCC so that when there's a reply to all, it doesn't go out to everybody. So really just being available for any type of coaching and feedback and peer review for communications going out. Yeah, and I was also going to say one of the things that my manager, Amy, has done is she's provided time on each of our team meetings for me to give any communication updates. Um, and I can answer, you know, no share do questions, any concerns to dedicated time um, so that folks don't feel like I'm, you know, breathing down their necks. They know that I'm available for them. If they need something, they can reach out to me. And it's just a good reminder and also gives me the the platform to be able to provide any updates that have come out of any of our agile sprints or communication coach meetings or any of those sorts of things. We do have, we have our monthly communication meeting with all of our coaches um, to kind of arm them with the latest communication updates and tools. And then we also have, you know, on the process improvement team, 
weekly communication meetings and stand-up huddles to improve on these things. And it's, I think it's really cool to see, I mean, we have what, 34 coaches, I want to say within the IT division. And it's really cool to see a group of just passionate leaders who are all honestly communication subject matter experts. And you guys are all so passionate about improving communications, literally on the sides of your desk, you know, you're doing your normal everyday job. Like we heard about earlier in the call, Um, but you guys are also passionate also about communications and it's a cool environment to be a part of. My communication coach role primarily involves IT and clinical communications, which is intended for our providers and our clinical staff and our provider and practice support staff. And the reason why I think no shared do has been so important, you know, our clinical users aren't necessarily IT savvy. So it kind of connects both worlds on a level they can relate to, uh, how it resonates to them and applies to them in their role. So that's where I think this has been a great advantage uh, in bringing those two, uh, the business and the clinical together to improve the communication for those, uh, for those roles. Why do you guys think it's so difficult um, sometimes for us to communicate as IT team members? I have two thoughts. One, words mean different things to different people. So I've learned in past communications that the word platform or the word application or the word website, Mm -hmm. um, what I think it means and what I intend it to mean in my communication, it's not always received the same way. So that's, that's been a big hurdle. And then the stuff we communicate or like I communicate to the clinical roles can be complicated, hard to decide who needs to know what part of the information and why they need to know it. And it's just difficult to determine what pieces are the most important to whom, you know? Very true. I I was going to say something similar. I agree, Carrie. I think we all have such a specific focus And sometimes we tend to either assume that others understand what we're referencing or maybe provide too much information, whether that's technical or otherwise. And we also don't know when a change is going to impact another application or platform, um, as you said, Carrie. So (laughs) I think trying to decide, you know, who the audience is, is when sending out communications, it's always been a pinpoint because we don't know when our change might be impacting another team member's application. So I think getting that communication out to everyone tends to be the default because it covers that basis of, I'm not sure how it's going to impact somebody else's change. Yeah. And I think knowing who your audience is or identifying who your audience is, is something that your communication coaches can help with because they they also know who the other communication coaches are. And so perhaps they can leverage another communication coach and kind of collaborate on that communication, be it um, the body of the communication or the audience that it needs to go to. And, and then maybe we can help eliminate some of the noise that goes out to all IT. That's such a great point, Carrie. We're in this together. We're not alone and pulling in different subject matter experts or it's, it's okay to, you know, call another team up and say, Hey, could you look at this with me? All right. So I want to switch gears then to just talk a little bit about 
all of the things that we are doing to improve communications within IT for Sentara as a whole. I know we have communication coaches and we have an entire process improvement team dedicated to IT communications, which you three are, are part of um, both of those. And um, would love to just kind of talk about some of those big improvements that we've been working on the past, essentially quarter and a half. I think one of the biggest things that we've done as a uh, process improvement team is spend a lot of time reviewing the scope of KSD and rewriting the knowledge-based article and updating the template just to provide clarity around the no share do best practices. Um, I think, you know, everybody became familiar with the change from SBAR communications to, to no share do, and we've had almost a year using them. So I think this team, you know, found areas of improvement to make that process better and more clear for, for all the ITT members. Agreed. I think this has been such um, a strong community. I've been with Sentara maybe nine or 10 years and I've uh, been a part of a lot of initiatives and this initiative is, is, you know, started strong and developed a good following and we keep improving and growing. It's, it's nice to be a part of this because of that. It's very empowering. I think one of the improvements that comes to mind for me that I think will, and I know we're not fully there yet, but I think will really impact all of Sentara is working on improving our outage communication. I know that we have a dedicated team working to um, improve the process for if there is an outage, because that does happen, right? We have either technology that goes down or we have to turn technology off for a moment in order to be able to upgrade it or update it for it to be successful. And so we have a dedicated team working on improving, you know, when that's happening, how are we communicating with all of Sentara to let them know, hey, we know this is down and we're working on it and doing all of those things. I think that one stands out to me. I know we we aren't a hundred percent there yet, but we are working on improving those communications and being able to get that information real time to our organization so that they're in the loop and in the know and can continue to do their jobs and have that information as quickly as possible. I agree. And I think, you know, leveraging the technology that we have now um, helps with a lot of that. I, when I first started here, um, I had I had difficulty finding things, finding information because it was stored here or there or over in this folder or on that server. And, you know, is trying to centralize and streamline some of our documentation and, and the way that we send out communications or share information, I think will help in the long run. We talked about communication pet peeves. On the other side, I'm a little bit more positive <laughs> um, from from you three, the, the proofreading queens and the communication subject matter experts. Do you guys have any communication tips or hacks that you could share? What I like to do, uh, one, I always use a wingman too. I always use a wingman when I create communications before I send it out. I like to use, you know, I, I want to focus on using clear language. You know, Christina mentioned this earlier. If a short word does the job, use it. <laughs> um, you, you know, you use active versus passive language. 
and then break the information into bite-sized pieces. I like to use short sentences separated by spaces and then, you know, avoid repetition and limit one thought per sentence so that your audience stays engaged. They're my go-to. I think uh, this group, we've talked a lot about the Oxford comma (laughs) debate (laughs) about, you know, (laughs) if you use it or you don't use it. And I think we can all agree that there are definitely times when it needs to be used just so that (laughs) the true meaning of what you're trying to communicate gets through. (laughs) Otherwise, you might be communicating something completely different than you intended. I'm a fan. I love how this group nerds out on communications because there's probably some people listening that's like, what is an Oxford comma? (laughs) I agree wholeheartedly with what what both Christina and Carrie have said. And I think, you know, just stick with the KISS principle and, and keep it simple. You know, and I, even though I said that spell check, you know, is, is not ever enough, it, it is a good first step. So definitely use your spell check and your um, grammar check when you're doing that and use your, your wing person, please. You know, that's what the communications are, coaches are here for. We want to be able to help you and we want you to help us too. We want our wing people. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you can be the, the best communication subject matter expert out there. But when you look at something, the same thing over and over again, numerous times, sometimes you're just not going to catch those little things and you need that like clean set of eyes to look at it for you. And so none of us are above a communication coach or a wing man or a wing woman. Um, You three are usually a lot of times mine. (laughs) I'm thankful for that. (laughs) As I knew it would be, this has been... Just really awesome. I always have such a great time with y'all and just feel blessed and honored to work, get to work with the three of you. Um, I love our conversations. <laughs> I love when we get down to editing a document and just loved having you guys on the IT podcast today to just really highlight all that we're doing with communications in IT. So thank you guys. Thank y'all for being here and being willing to do this. Thank you. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah, thanks for having us.